Hola y como están mis amores. Welcome back to Brown Boy Haircut. We are in the barbershop. I am cutting the hair and you are relaxing. Everyone's been leaving and it's mugging me off. Why? I feel like our parents never had to deal with this. Or maybe they did because so many Indians were leaving India for the States in the 80s. I feel like we might have it worse though, to be honest. Most of the people I went to school with, gone. That doesn't bother me so much. The intense one is losing the, the real close homies. That's the tough one. As we get older, you and I, we realize that the deep relationships don't come by as often. People we can hold on to through thick and thin, up and down, abundance and a lack thereof. Those are the ones, man. Those are the ones worth holding on to. Losing those people, oof, gut punch. One of my close friends recently went to Duke and he took off a few months ago and I thought it would be completely normal and that somehow I'd be fine. It's the classic male response to impending difficulty. It'll be fine. <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. He left and then over the next three months, I went through the worst stages of denial ever. I reached peak debauchery. I found myself trying to even use like workouts as, as a soothing balm for my wound of having lost this friend. But the truth is, none of it really does it. You just kind of got to accept it and then do your best to keep in touch. Have a thick skin, understand that life is challenging. Just thought this was a relevant one for a lot of us. I ended up going through several stages of denial and sublimation, what's it called? I don't know. I don't know what the, the term is for when you take angst and difficulty and then you channel it into, well, I've done a little bit of reading. This is future Micah, back again. And the ego defense mechanism I was referring to and attempting to recall was rationalization. That's the one. Anyways, back to the pod. But I basically, I just kept running and running and running because I didn't want to deal with what was inside my mind or my chest, you know? You get that feeling when you lose someone really close to you. Um, and I know he's going to be back and everything. It's just, man, this, this dude is special. People, the people who know who I'm talking about will understand. But uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. And it's, it's more of an endemic problem in our generation. If you really examine your relationships after having grown up to about 25, 26, you might find that it's not a huge group of people. That's okay. I think that's normal. But with those people, it's, a, it's an especially tough blow when they have to leave. And I know we have online and we have all this stuff, you know. We can video call people. It's just not the same though. It's not the same as when you can unconsciously communicate with each other via like the hormones in the air when you're in the same room. Do you know what I mean? Bit of a weird thing to say, but it's true. You know what I mean? Physical proximity is like nothing else. You can't do that with video call. I could tell a close friend of mine more about how my week has been just by my facial expression in person than with a thousand words on a video call. I could feel how they've been when we meet just by their body language. 
And obviously that's not gonna translate over a phone call or a video call. They're blessings, it's a good thing to have. But man, it isn't the same. Do you guys ever feel like growing up, you have to understand how to just completely be self-sufficient and strong in yourself to the point that you don't need anyone? You ever feel like that? I think that's, that's a condition that comes with adulthood, an unspoken condition. Just over the years, as the close friend group whittles down, I feel like that realization sets in. The contrast between like growing up, being faced with the ever-increasing, okay, I shouldn't say ever-increasing, being faced by the different quandaries that life has to throw at us, right? And the perception that as adulthood sets in, that you need to have everything handled, it makes a pairing that causes a very thick skin in men, especially. I think women are a lot... <laughs> on average, I think they may be um, better about being vulnerable with each other. Whereas we're... us, not so much. You know? Adulthood, figuring out a job, figuring out finances, taking care of yourself, understanding it, that at the end of the day, you are like all you have. It's what causes it. That's why our dads end up the way they do, man. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I am wrong. You feel like they're aggressive. You feel like they're closed books. You feel like they don't want to be emotionally open. I get it. I know how it happens. Take it from a young man. When I was a teenager, um, this friend of mine, who was a lot older, very wise lady, told me that Creative people are extra sensitive. I was like, what? How could you? Like, I was like, how are you gonna paint all creative people with one broad stroke? Turns out she was right. Turns out she was right. Like, it's just different how everyone shows it. Some people don't show it. I'm becoming like that. But it doesn't change the fact that creative people are very sensitive. It's like almost a prerequisite to being able to create something that other people feel and relate to is being able to access that part of yourself. What's the word for that? Sensitivity. He was completely right. So for a creative person growing up, god damn hot damn hot potato. It's a lot to juggle. But it's all good. I know that this show can sound pretty meditative at times and a little bit analytical of the minutia of, of life. But uh, I swear, I feel like I'm gonna find some truth in this barbershop, I'll tell you that much. Hope you guys are having a good week. I'm gonna catch you later.